Welcome to Furfluencers. I'm your host, Anya Alvarez. And I'm Julia McInnes. And this is the podcast that goes behind the scenes with some of the most loved animal influencers on the internet. Today, we're sitting down with Alex and Smoke the Aussie. Smoke has become one of the most popular mini Australian shepherds on Instagram. Join us as we go behind the scenes and learn how they built a dedicated fan base. And most importantly, what I'm actually most curious about, learn what Smoke's favorite type of grass is. And note that's not grass for peeing on. (laughs) Alex, amazing to finally meet you. I feel like I've known you through Instagram now since, what was it, like December 2020 maybe? I know. Uh, I think we became um, friends via Instagram instant. I think you're one of the first dogs or, you know, followed <laughs> followed us and I followed you back. And, you know, I saw that you were kind of in the area, which was kind of neat. Um, most of the other people are not in vicinity, I guess. So it was cool. I was like, oh, nice. You know, someone in New York. <laughs> What's up? Same and like someone who got an Aussie puppy around the same time that we did because I think you yeah. got smoke first, right? How old is he now? He is I oh my gosh, uh seventeen months. Um, That's right, because I think Smudge is sixteen yeah. months. He was born on September twelfth. Um, so whatever. I'm not really sure what that makes sense. <laughs> but over a year and a half, somewhere uh I think it's seventeen, eighteen months probably. Yeah, I have to say I I love hearing hearing you guys talk about your dog's age and months the way that I hear parents talk about (laughs) their babies being like, they're 27 months years old. (laughs) Honestly, it's to me, well, I don't have kids. um, So I feel like smoke is like a baby almost to me. And definitely, you know, like, everyone always asks to like some of my friends have um, our recent uh, parents and I have newborns and they're like when are you gonna have kids and I'm like um well I got a puppy <laughs> and you know that's you know that's where we're at for now <laughs> it, um, it reminds me <laughs> I, I I was with my mom once with a few of my girlfriends uh, this was a couple years ago and we all of my girlfriends and I pulled out our phones to show each other pictures of our dogs And my mom is in her 60s, and she's just watching all these late 20s, 30-something-year-old women doing this. And she was like, it's so different now. Like, none of you pull out a photo of a baby. You all pulled out photos of your dogs. (laughs) I know. Times change. It's uh, definitely a little puppy boom, especially, I feel like, with um, the pandemic and everything. I mean, I feel like a lot of people got puppies around that time. Um, I mean, it just worked out for us. I was working from home. Um, my boyfriend was at home, um, his jobs had paused. So we had talked about getting like a dog prior to that. And, um, you know, we were always out of the house. Like, uh, you know, I was out during the day, he was out during the night. And it was like, how are we gonna like, you know, we don't want to have split responsibilities or things like that. So as soon as it was like, we were both at home, we were like, all right, you know, let's, it's time to get the puppy we've been wanting. So And we'd love to hear a little bit more about the backstory because, you know, I know 
smoke from you know when he was a baby and you brought him home i like i remember now dming you on instagram for advice i think on house training because we were struggling and you had posted that Mm -hmm. like smoke was ahead of the house training curve i was like oh my (laughs) god we have failed as parents like smoke is so close in age to smudge and he's doing so much better and you like i think talked me off a ledge but no no it's nothing like that i think he just um i don't know i think it's because we i don't know um if, uh, we were home all the time, like I had said. And so like, as soon as he, you know, like he, I think he peed in the house like a couple times and maybe pooped like twice. And so like when that happened, we would bring him out like instantly. And like, I still to this day use like when I'm outside with him, I'm like, okay, go pee, go poop. And like, he understands that. And I've been saying that now for like, like however old he is. And so he definitely understands like that training. Um, you know, mentality. I, he was just, I don't know. He was, he's honestly smart. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any like tricks in the book or anything. We just saw if you had to go to the bathroom, we like took him out like instantly. Do you guys live in a house? Yeah. It has like a little backyard. So it's nice and easy to just bring him out. Like there's no stairs or, you know, elevators or anything like well, that. Well, I'm so- wondering though too, because dogs, you have to react very quickly to what mm-hmm. they're doing wrong. Julia lives in a high-rise apartment building mm-hmm. so by the time you take smudge out if he's done something wrong has he already forgotten what you're punishing him for so we were mm-hmm. upstate for like hit the first i think two or three months of his life because we didn't want to bring him down to the city and risk getting parvo because i had and it's like okay. it's a totally separate you know conversation but i knew a lot of puppies in new york who had gotten parvo because they had been walked in like dog areas too soon and a few of them mm-hmm. passed away. It was really sad. And I was just like, uh-uh. Like, I don't care if we have to live with my parents right now. Like, it just seemed like the safest thing. But I think um, he was so quiet for so long as a, a dog. And I think we had to invest in, like, those little bathroom bells because he wouldn't bark when he had to go out. Mm-hmm. But he learned to hit the bell. And that was, like, a game changer for us. Definitely. I heard um, I heard that trick to put the bell on the door or something. We actually have like claw marks on, you know, the uh, door frame. So that's his way of telling us. Um, it's a little reminder too of his puppy stages. It's like when uh, parents do that like little growth thing, like how tall have you gotten yep. on the door frame? <laughs> it's like you yep. see the scratches yeah. move higher and higher up the door. <laughs> yeah. Alex, tell us like, like what was the, you know, background story on smoke you know how did you pick an aussie you know how did you find him like tell us everything there's actually um an aussie that were that uh that's always at like a local restaurant near us and like he is a he's a red merle and like blue eyes beautiful so like i've seen him for a couple years so you know i've known that aussie and i thought it was really beautiful so then I learned about the breed um and actually you know there was a lot of back and forth we were almost gonna get a Shiba Inu um my boyfriend uh wanted a Shiba so uh, we were looking into both um both breeds but um it ha- actually he grew up with a um a standard blue merle Aussie so it kind of um you know it was just um it was the same breeder. We got it from the same breeder that he, his mom had gotten that dog from. So it kind of just was like easy, you know, um, we got to meet the dog, um, be- way before he was, um, eight weeks old. So we met him twice, um, which was really nice. And I think that also helped with a lot of, um, 
you know, how people like get introduced to dogs or anything like that. Like, I feel like he already kind of knew us. That's incredible that you got to meet him before you got him. Because I feel like so often it's, you know, you just go and you do the pickup, but you don't really get to engage with them before they go home with you. I think that's how anyone should find their breeder or anything is just through research and looking that up. And it just so happened it happened to be the same person that um, my boyfriend's mom had gotten her Aussie from. So we just thought it was really fitting. I think we were there the day, a few days before, after he was born and then met him like a couple weeks later. And then we met him, um, I think two times extra after that when he was like a few weeks old where he was actually like playing and things like that. Um, I love the experience of, I feel super lucky that we got to go there and, you know, meet the parents, you know, and things like that and see how, you know, all the other dogs she has and things like that. And it's just a good experience all around. It's interesting hearing you and Julia talk about your experience of, of getting the process of getting an Australian shepherd. So I have Mm -hmm. a dog who's a rescue and the -hmm. way that I found her was very different. It was very much like a meet cute moment at a farmer's market. I didn't realize she was up for adoption. And then I learned, and then I brought her home with me a week later after I'd gone through the process of adopting her. And I did not, you know, I was, I guess what you would call maybe a little bit irresponsible as far as just like, I didn't do any research on her breed. I just knew that I loved her and that she was my dog and that she was coming home with me. And thankfully, she's turned out to be just a perfect dog. She's just a little angel, doesn't do anything wrong. But as far as just like the the thought process and the the amount of work that you guys went through just to get your dog and to mm-hmm. be prepared for the type of mm-hmm. breed that you knew that you we're going to be bringing into your household because they are such high maintenance dogs. Oh yeah. So much energy. Definitely. (laughs) What kind of dog do you have? She is a Jack Russell mix. I'm not sure what else she has, but her Jack Russell comes out the most as far as just like her physical traits, but personality wise, she's not, she doesn't bark the way that a Jack Russell normally does. She's not very vocal. She's very quiet and chill and, I mostly forget that I have a dog 99% of the time because she's just so quiet. So you got smoke and you bring him into your home and obviously there's a lot of excitement. When did you decide to start posting photos of him and that you were going to create an account focused on him? Once we knew we were getting uh, a little mini Aussie, I was, you know, looking on Instagram all the time and looking up all the other dogs and this and that. And we hadn't created an account yet or anything like that. I saw some really cute feeds. I'm also in marketing. So like I, you know, I'm familiar with all the social media and things like that. And so it just seemed it was something I wanted to do. I barely post on my, my own account. So it's actually a nice way for me to be active on Instagram. I don't know, for some reason, I just stopped on my account for a long time. And this is a great way for me to like, you know, I don't know, test the water, see how it's going. I think it was something I knew I like kind of immediately wanted to do as, as it's part of my day-to-day anyways. And I knew I'd be taking tons of photos. So, And it, it was a great way to meet people. Like I didn't expect the community that, um, that, I, that I got from starting the Instagram. Like it's been really great. So it's, it's a weird experience, honestly. It's, I guess the 21st century thing to do (laughs) or how to meet people or get to know people or feel involved. It's not really going to like 
I'm not saying that you, I don't have like, you know, dog friends or like physical friends, but I mean, like, it's just another element, I guess, of <laughs> dog mom. <laughs> What so, yeah. what did you initially envision his social presence to be like as far as how you wanted his personality to come across on his page? You know, um, I'm not sure. I I knew I didn't want to like um like overly fake things or things like that or, you know, just post cute photos. I, you know, I'm not a professional photographer or anything like that. So just keeping up with, you know the cute things he does, um, you know, cause I think he's cute 100% of the time. So my phone is full. Like I literally have no storage. People can't leave messages. Like I'm, it's, I'm having a hard time doing anything, anything saving wise, but, um, uh, yeah, personally, it's just, I don't know, just, I guess it, and it's kind of like a little bit adventurous too. We like to take on hikes. We like to travel. Um, and we brought him everywhere with us. That, I think that was a huge, huge thing, um, uh, like social wise and training and training a dog. We, we went to Florida, um, when he was only five months old, we drove down there. Um, and so even driving down there, being in the car for that long, stopping at hotels and things like that, um, really, you know, helped his training. Uh, cause it, it was all of a sudden he had to be social, you know, so that was it. And I think it was key to making him like a social, especially during like the pandemic and things like that, where seeing people wasn't necessarily like, um, the thing to do at the time, but yeah. So I think cute, adventurous and, you know, all around just trying to make you smile. <laughs> well, those are definitely words that cause I, we were talking about this, like how, like, you know, in as few words as possible, like how, how do we describe like spoke as we experienced him and you know, cute mm-hmm. adventurous and I think he also hits this really interesting balance of being like it's clear how smart he is but he also seems very chill I think especially mm-hmm. like compared to some other especially other Aussies who I know on IG who are like in a constant state of like motion and chaos and like and Spoke right. has like his anxiety stuff too but it's like mm-hmm. you know sometimes the really chill ones aren't super smart and sometimes you know the super smart ones are like crazy OCD and he seems to hit this like at least as I experience it this like nice balance absolutely I mean I'm not I definitely don't post all his bad moments that's for sure I mean he does have his his moments um he is one thing too, like I actually, um, I met up with Minnie Aussie Goose. We went on a hike together. Uh, she lives in, do you know her? Do you know her? I know um, the account. I don't think like okay. we have her message, but I, I, I know okay. her account. So we went on this hike and this is just how, uh, speaking on to like not showing like <laughs> the best moments, but so her, her, uh, her dog Goose like can sit on command and wait you know, for the photo and like here is smoke and he is bouncing off the walls. I mean, I could not get him to sit next to Goose to take a photo for the life of me. <laughs> and honestly, he's just so excited on hikes and going getting outside. Like he could care less about the photos. Like at home, we can sit and he'll sit still for like minutes and I can like, you know, and take photos and things like that. But as soon as we're outside, it's like, I just, I don't even know. Like I don't all <laughs> And all of a sudden the training, not that he's not like walking well or things like that. It's just like photo wise, he doesn't give a shit. So 
Um, yeah, he's so like, it's things he's like in that. His moment, he's in his element and he's just like, yeah, eh, he don't really care about your priorities. Yeah, he doesn't want to sit for five minutes next to Goose to take a photo. He wants to jump on Goose and play. And he's a he's a big provoker. Like, it's funny, like when he's with other dogs and things, he'll be like the other dog. They'll be like exhausted or anything. They'll be running around, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then all of a sudden they're like just chilling next to each other. And he will like take his paw and like, you know, poke the other dog, <laughs> you know, like play with me, you know, things like that. And I'm like. Oh, you know, so he's just full of energy all the time. But um, yeah, he's he's good on the training part. But I definitely, you know, he has his moments too, um, for sure. Um, he's definitely not like reactive or anything like that. You mentioned your background in marketing, and I I knew that you had experience in that space. Are are you a graphic designer? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yep. I. I'm a graphic designer for um, a local marketing agency, uh, digital marketing agency. So I'm on the computer like all the time. <laughs> and <laughs> it was interesting to see how that, like, I, I think it was interesting like, how it was incorporated into Smoke's account. Like, as you said, mm-hmm. like it felt, the content feels very authentic and real, but there's a thoughtfulness in it too. And even just some of the, like the photos that you've posted, some of the surveys that you've done are just like really really Mm -hmm. well done in a a subtle way and I'm curious like how did you start to like bring your background into his storytelling I always think like attention to detail especially like in what I do um you know for ads and things like that um I think it was kind of uh lent itself to posting you know the surveys and things like that I like things to be aligned or centered or um you know I don't want to go overboard where like the whole you know, feed is designed or things like I want to have fun with it and not spend too much time doing it, but still, you know, put the thought behind um, how it is, uh, how it does look, you know, to other people. Like, like I said, I don't have like the most beautiful pictures. I know that I'm on my phone. I'm not, you know, editing them. I, there's a difference between graphic designer and photographer, you know? So, (laughs) um, but yeah. uh, And I love, doing that kind of stuff you know um when when you started when you started smokes account were you starting it with the mindset of oh I just want to share photos of my dog because I love him or were you thinking I really want to see how much I can grow this um a little bit of both I will say I didn't want to put any pressure on myself to like grow an account um and I didn't think that it was gonna you know it's not even a huge account. Um, but I'm, you know, happy to have seen the growth that it did take, you know, if it, if it took off, it took off, if it didn't, it didn't, um, I'd still be happy doing it. And, you know, I, there are a core amount of people that I even, that community that I was talking about. So I think no matter the following, that small community is still there. Um, which I think is nice. Definitely. And for me, it always felt like it came naturally to you. Like that really came through the content. Like for me, it didn't come as naturally to me. And I think especially when Smudge was little, it was kind of hard to like know who he was just as he had such bad anxiety. And it was like, Mm -hmm. it honestly took us a while to like really see his personality like months because he was just so frightened of so many different things. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, so like, and for me, just, it didn't, that kind of like expression like I wasn't used to my own social pages and so I think smudge is like the most outgoing I've ever been on social media 
But I remember, mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like you got into such a good groove and it really showed with the engagement that you have. And was there an inflection point, you think, where, you know, it went from, oh, this is like fun, I'm doing it with my friends, like the small community, <laughs> to like, oh, wow, we have followers and they want content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I actually, I feel like I've slowed down a little bit on content, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I was like, oh, you know, I, and I, you still have to keep going. Like, at year one, it was like, you know, boom, 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 exciting, 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 everything. And now I'm like, oh, do I have, I have to do everything again in year two, you know, you know, <laughs> all the holidays again, all this and that. And I was like, you know, let me take a step back. You know, I, I don't want to, I, I also didn't, like I said, didn't want to put a ton of um, pressure on myself to, you know, spend so much time on it. Um, but I do want to keep, you know, doing fun things on there, um, go at my own pace sort of thing. Um you know, Instagram has its own things now, like with the reels and things like that, it kind of changes your whole game. It's like, you know, it's no longer just photos, you got to do videos. And it's like, are videos really that fun to edit? Not really. So, you know, um, I think uh, I hate that that is a factor almost in it in the engagement. Like, you know, you would think that with, like, I feel like even I have the same amount of engagement as when you know the followers were cut in half so it's like it's an odd thing like that you're like do I push more content or do I just push content that I really like um make sure that I love it and that I'm not just doing it to just do it you know and um oh yeah I don't know I think uh I don't know if I answered your question (laughs) that that makes a lot of sense I mean I, I was going to ask you know there are so many platforms that we're on and then you factor in you know the dogs and it's like you know I'm curious which platforms is smoke on and in terms of content format you know what do you think his audiences respond to the best like is it the photos is it the surveys is it the videos or reels yeah you know uh, I honestly I think it's um kind of like it's definitely the photos where I think he's um you know like thoroughly himself sort of I don't know that's not how to put it but maybe like huh I don't know you know it's it's so hard sometimes I I feel like the posts are gonna do well and they don't um and I'm like oh okay you know interesting and then other posts do really well and you're like oh and I you know it's just like I think at this point it's so random <laughs> but I think people do respond well to the surveys on and, um, and fun things on the stories. I think people like engaging the most that way. It's, it's easy on them. So it's, it's like, boom, done next. But like, also, it's gets them at least thinking for a moment about whatever you had asked, whether it's dog related, or whether it's not or it's current um, events, which, you know, I try to keep things current events. I mean, that's what, like, for instance, I'll do like, Super Bowls or football things or basketball like because that is what I'm doing in real life I'm watching the games and I was also like inspired by other people who were doing other things outside of dog like it didn't have to just be dog it's also dog and what's going on in your life sort of um and things like that I I'm I'm curious um how involved your boyfriend is in in the planning of content too or capturing of it so he does some photos are um are his, but for the most part, anything that's being posted or things like, or stories, it's all me. But uh, he's very good at captions. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking about captions and I'll be like, 
hey, you know, look at this photo. And he'll just like come up with something instantly. And I'm like, okay, done deal. That's it. You know, and I'll type it out. And it'll be like short to the point. Like he's not overthinking it. Sometimes I feel like I overthink the caption. And I'm like, it really doesn't have to be, you know, like this long winded, you know, caption that some, you know, I don't know how many people are actually reading through the whole thing. Well, I think that's probably the hardest part is uh, sometimes the captions in and of itself is, you know, it's just, all right, you have the photo now. Yep, what's going right. to accompany it. So it's, it, you guys are just like a little team on the side then <laughs> growing yeah, smokes yeah. online pr- persona. Yeah, no, totally. Cause like when you think about it, it's like, not only do you have to like, either if you like went on a hike, then you got to capture the photo, then maybe you do some editing to it. And then you do like, and then all of a sudden you're out there and then you're like, ah, oh, I forgot about the caption. <laughs> what do I write? <laughs> I don't know. Hiking. <laughs> Yeah, some people like they just like they, you know, they're writers at heart, you know, and I definitely not for me. <laughs> I'm on your side. I like the create the photography, like the visuals <laughs> more so. How do but. you um how do you manage all these different platforms and like his you know, I'll say content strategy cuz like you're in marketing, like you have mm-hmm. those frameworks. Is there one day mm-hmm. a week where you say I'm going to plan, you know, smokes content for the week? Is it really just like as you go? It's absolutely as I go. I I would say planning anything would take too much time out of um, my week. <laughs> so it's definitely like, and I feel like it's more, I don't, um, more real, authentic in that way. You know, if I don't if I don't post for a couple of days because I was busy, you know, and then you know I'll I'll take a I'll try and get a photo or there's one I've already had that I didn't. Um, sorry, I just care people so I can repeat all that (laughs) I don't plan anything um for the account maybe I'll try and uh do like the surveys for my stories in advance of you know like a a sporting event or a holiday or things like that but otherwise nope (laughs) I just don't have the time for it so it's it's whenever I can fit things in um and if I don't post the day that I take the picture, I'm not going to be like mad at myself that it's not the day that I took it, you know, like who's got time for that? <laughs> but some people care about that. <laughs> what, what has been your most popular piece of content to date? Um, there was a few, there was like a month or so that I think Instagram just like really liked my account and it's like pushing things. And I got like thousands of likes and I was like, this is so random um you know like I it was like that whole like every post would just do well do well and like so I think it's just super random one was like a baby picture of smoke another one was just you know um and I, know I don't know baby like photo you're talking about it went viral yeah it was everywhere yeah the, like, I the know little, like, and furry it's bean picture it was just yeah I saw it everywhere Alex <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, is this one where he was laying on the floor? Is yes. That, is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that in the beginning, a lot of his, his baby, like they were reshared everywhere and it was crazy. And I didn't expect that at all. And um, I think, and there, there was a real, one of my first reels I put up was him training and I did like all the tricks in a row of him, like um, doing paw, other paw, spin, like up, like, and it, that was the first reel that like was big for me. I think it hit like 125K and I was just astonished that it even went anywhere. Um, I, I don't even think I've had one do that well since, but 
but um I should do more training ones like that but I don't know I feel like he was he was it was a much easier to train as a puppy than he is now now he is you know he knows he knows that he's being trained something and I <laughs> he's a teenager you know yeah he's a, out. yeah I'm trying to teach him hold right now to like hold an object in his mouth and like man that is hard <laughs> You know, it's it's funny uh, where, you know, we think we're the boss of our dogs at times. Mm-hmm. And I had someone tell me recently, he goes, your dog's constantly manipulating you. You just don't oh, yeah. see it. They, She seems sweet. She seems <laughs> innocent. She seems aloof, like she doesn't know what's going on. But she knows she has you wrapped around her little paw and mm-hmm. you will do anything for this dog. And because oh, yeah. they are smart. And I like, and he pointed that mm-hmm. out to me. And I started picking up on little things that she was doing where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm I'm not in control here at, oh, yeah. at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel that too. Oh, yep. <laughs> for me, it's hard to pick a favorite piece of Smoke's content. I think generally speaking, I love the paw pictures. There's something about the way that he does paw that there's just so much personality in it. And I'm doing a terrible job of describing it, but it's just like, it's so sweet, but there's like a little bit of like spunk in it or feistiness or something. And oh yeah, it's just not like a normal paw. And then the tongue pictures kill me. Like when he, oh, like his yeah. little tongue sticking out. Oh, oh my so gosh. Cute. Thank you. Um, his, his little paw pictures there, there's so much, um, uh, I think personality in there because right after that he's like up on all fours and like you know like lunging at me because like I said he hates to sit for like two seconds I don't even know how I get some of these photos it's kind of just like hitting the shutter button <laughs> non-stop I almost feel you know overly obsessed in that way too <laughs> you know um so yeah It's very different, isn't it? I had dogs growing up my whole life too. And Ruthie's Mm -hmm. the first dog that I've had where I was 100% her sole caretaker. And I feel like the bond is very different, even though I loved my dogs growing up and they played a a great role and had an incredible impact in my life. But Mm -hmm. there's a much greater sense of responsibility that you feel when it is all on you. Like you're the one taking them out. You're the one feeding them, paying for their vet bills, all their toys, having to worry about who's going to watch them whenever you need to travel or something. Like it's, it's a very, very different type of uh, companionship and connection that I feel like I have with her compared to other dogs that I've had in the past. Definitely. Yeah. No, I feel that I feel the same way. Um, and yeah, the responsibility is real, you know, it's 100% of the time, they're with you all the time, they're looking at you for everything. So uh, I definitely feel that and it comes into play. And you get protective of them too. And you know, something I was curious, you know, because I, I think you have a, a pretty, like, you know, good following, especially on Instagram. And mm-hmm. there's so many amazing people in our community. And you know, there's some people who I think get a little, uh, little cray cray as well and I'm just like curious if you've had any like super fans crazy fans people trying to send you stuff I don't I wouldn't consider them super fans but I've definitely have um you know other dog accounts that we are super fans of each other's content I guess or have created that friendship um so it's 
you know, it's exciting to see what they post next and things like that. And we're actually, I'm actually excited, you know, I'll watch their stories all the time and, um, and things like that. Um, but honestly, it's been pretty good. Like I had, there hasn't been any, like, I have never gotten really any hate. I think I got like one comment on, I posted this photo of him in his crate and he had his little teeth like on the crate <laughs> and, you know, he's, he loves his crate. He considers that like his little safe space and things like that. But we have like a loft area. And when we go up there, he goes berserk. So like we put him in there um, for it and he's in there for like, I don't know, whatever, not even 10 minutes, but like someone writes like, you know, something mean like, you know, dogs don't deserve to be in crates. They deserve freedom and things like that. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, he's in it. First of all, do you see his content of his page? I mean, this dog has a lavish life. <laughs> Relax. You know, he's spoiled rotten. I, um, I think I'm looking at the photo right now, and it's got almost 10,000 likes on it. And, yep. I mean, first of all, it's a, it's a great photo. It's very derpy, right? Just <laughs> yes. like, <laughs> it's an awesome photo. Yeah. Um, and... It, it it is int- I mean I don't post about my dog uh and she does I, she has her own Instagram page I've posted like five things on it I'm way too lazy so I just make people <laughs> deal with her on my personal page there's just no separation okay. whatsoever um but even I have gotten a couple comments before just like when I've traveled with her that they don't like the they don't you know the, why am I making her fly with me or whatever. I'm like, you have no idea. First of all, this dog lives the best life ever. Right. And I'm sure there are times where she would love it if I just left her at home and didn't Mm -hmm. make her uh, gallivant around with me. But it, it, people, it's funny. They take the one photo and then everything else outside of what that dog's life looks like, they are prone to make it seem like you're not taking good care of your dog or hurting them. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. Like, I like so I just deleted that comment because I just have no time for that but I'll um one of uh the people that uh <laughs> yeah um that I follow um is Artemis the Aussie I believe that's her handle yeah so she's really training her dog like crazy like doing all these different things and like props to her because I have no time <laughs> to do all these things but she brought her dog to swimming lessons or something like that and like this real went like viral because people are like how could you spend money on you know a dog uh, swimming lessons for your dog or it's like it's not even swimming I think it's like I don't know something specific with water or something like that but it's like she's like where is all this like hate like what do you mean like people spend money on their dogs for all different things and like if I want to do that then I want to do that like with my dog and if I have the means you know you know I'm uh you know, don't have kids, like, so I'm spending it on my dog, and he's, she's living the best life ever, so I don't, I don't know where the hatred comes from when it comes to, like, doing, like, giving your dog things, or, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, or, like, we, we, we deal with this a little bit sometimes, because we live in New York City, and there are, you know, people who are, like, and even though he's upstate a lot and, you know, Josh's family's in Connecticut, you know, every now and then mm-hmm. something will come up like, oh, like, you, you know, you're a terrible person for having this dog in an urban area. And I don't understand it because I feel like when I see comments in Facebook groups about dogs who are clearly being mistreated, it's always, not always, but a lot of times it's people who have houses and backyards 
But it's like, oh, you know, how do I get the yellow off of my dog's paws? She's like peeing on herself in a crate, but she's in her crate for 11 hours a day. And these yeah. people live in, like, to me, it's about yeah. lifestyle, not location. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Absolutely. dog's going to the park and on long walks and play groups, mm-hmm. and, you know, going to the swimming pool. Like, th- who cares? The yeah. Dog, yeah. Like, interacting. Yeah. It's, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I don't have to deal with any of that. Maybe I also don't post anything that like leads to things, but I don't know. Some people like may take like, you know, um, our dog is named Smoke and we, you know, hence named him after some things and, <laughs> you know, we, Which we, we are lean, going to ask I, about. <laughs> <laughs> I do lean towards some of those things and maybe some people don't like that. I mean, it seems people seem to like it, um, but who knows? I don't know. But no, I haven't got any hate for it. So that's <laughs> not yet. Is- no, I'm glad. Because that was something I was like kind of wondering about too. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've got one more question, you know, for you. And then Anya's got some fun, like rapid fire questions prepared okay, okay. You know, as we wrap up. But, you know, sure. I'm curious, like for all of us who, you know, love seeing smoke through photos and videos, like what does a typical Saturday, Sunday look like for him? Like what is like smoke's like best weekend day like? Best weekend, we're probably like somewhere. Uh, we we are going on a trip soon um, to Rhode Island, so that'll be like you know a nice uh, Saturday for him. Um, like I said, we take him everywhere, so he really enjoys new places and things like that. But a typical Saturday, um, well, yesterday um, we it was snowing, so he was like amped up and ready to get outside. So we took him on a walk. Um, and we usually do this trail all the time. It's by a lake, but it was so icy. The trail was, so we didn't even do the, we didn't even do, um, the trail, but we walked along the road, which was fine enough. So, so we do a, we'll do a walk with him. Um, and that really gets a lot of his energy out. He loves, you know, he loves being outside all, all the time. Um, and then, you know, it's pretty low key after that. Like if we get outside once during the day, it's, you know, just hanging with us in the house doing things. Um, he goes out in the backyard a ton. Um, he loves, he does like to bark at dogs walking by in the neighborhood. There's actually a new Aussie that is, lives around the block and it's the like only dog he barks at. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) it's so funny. I think he's like, I'm the, I'm the Aussie from the block and get out of my neighborhood. Sort of <laughs> exactly. Thing. This is my neighborhood. Um, yeah. So, uh, he'll, you know, he'll bark at the squirrels that are here. Um, you know, we'll play ball a little bit in the backyard, things like that. Um, and it's pretty, you know, after that, you know, he plays with his toys. It's really, it's pretty low key. It's nothing that a normal dog wouldn't do. I feel like. Well, I, I have some very hard hitting questions for oh you. Oh my God. That, um, <laughs> are a little nervous (laughs) going to be very revealing as to what smoke is really like and um if you're actually doing a good job with him or not okay okay this is where true judgment comes all right (laughs) (laughs) all right ready okay first question Mm -hmm. which pop star is smoke most like oh my first thought was snoop dogg (laughs) (laughs) um and i'm gonna stick with it (laughs) he's a pop star he's a pop star he's in the pop star uh realm for sure um what would be smoke's favorite movie Ooh, ooh, smoke's favorite movie oh shoot um 
Oh my gosh, you know, these are good questions for my boyfriend. He would know how to answer these one, two, three. Oh man. Um, what does he like to watch? I'm about to phone a friend. <laughs> um, or TV shows. I'm not good with movies. I feel like I'm better with TV shows usually. <laughs> Babe, can you come here for a second? I need, I have a question. I'm funny, but I'm cheating. I'm cheating. Okay. <laughs> what TV show or movie best resembles smoke? He said, leave it to Beaver. Is that what you said? <laughs> or, or Malcolm in the middle. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Next question. If, if smoke were to have a cheat meal, what would it be? Oh my God. Uh, everything and anything. Um, he... I don't know, maybe just like piles of bacon <laughs> or a big steak. Um, he loves that. Um, but honestly, I'm I'm pretty bad and I give him, you know, lots of people food. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. These are great answers. Um, a comic book or movie villain Smoke is most like? A villain? Ooh. Ooh. Um, oh my god, whatever you mean if I said the Joker? No. <laughs> I feel like because he's funny to, or like tries to be, but he's a little sinister. <laughs> uh, and then I think this is this is the best question to end with. And I have a feeling you actually do have an answer for this one and that it will be a little bit easier for you. Uh, what's Smoke's favorite strain of weed, indica or sativa? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm gonna go with sativa on that one. Um, I, even though like, I think indica would help because he'd calm him down a little bit, but he's, he wants to be energy all the time for sure. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> You you did great. You don't win any prizes other than uh, being on our podcast that uh, we currently have zero listeners on. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you. No, thanks for having me. This has honestly, it's been great, Alex. Thank you so much for making the time to to join us today. Like this was so much fun. This has been really fun. Um, really cool. And you know, good luck with the with the podcast. I can't wait to hear the episode. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate us on Spotify and iTunes, follow us across our social channels at The Perfluencers. And if you want to help support the creation of this content, you can support us on Patreon. And lastly, if you want to have us interview other animals, just let us know. DM us on our social channels. We'll do our best to get to them. And we're always curious to hear from people who listen to our podcast.